Hello, and welcome back to the Fit You Podcast. My name is Dakota Phillips. I am the head coach and owner of Fit You Coaching. My goal is always to help you have a more fun and sustainable fitness routine. My co-host, my wife, Savannah Phillips, is joining us today. Uh, I think today she's probably going to be more of the like listener asking questions type of thing because our goal today is to bust some myths. So we have three myths out today and we'll kind of talk about why maybe they're there and kind of break down why maybe they're not quite so accurate. Um, So ready to get into the first myth? Let's go. All right. So this is one that you've probably all heard and probably all said, no pain, no gain. I have said that a lot. (laughs) Yep. And I think a lot of us know that it's not entirely true um but still we say it and still we think it so um this is not so true because i mean if you have pain that's not good in whether it's like if you're doing yoga and you're stretching if you feel pain while you're stretching you should probably back off because you're going to strain your muscles and that's not good if you're working out and you feel pain that is also not good because maybe you're pushing your body into like a range of motion that it's not comfortable with. Maybe there's some impingement there. Maybe you're going to end up hurting yourself, tearing a muscle, injuring a joint, ligaments, tendons. We don't want to do any of that because if you have pain and then you get hurt, you're not going to be able to do whatever it was you were doing before. If you're working out and you have pain and then you get an injury, Now you get to rest for however long it takes to recover from that injury. Maybe it's only weeks. Maybe it's a year. Maybe that's now a lifetime of like, oh, my shoulder can't quite do what it was because that one time I did this thing and it hasn't been the same since. So, Okay, so I think what needs clarification is pain in itself. Like, what do we mean by pain? Because I think... There's probably a lot of people that are like, yeah, but like your muscles are like literally tearing apart at the cellular level when you're working out like that has pain. It's like, I feel like that has discomfort. Yeah. So I think the line needs to be drawn Mm -hmm. between pain and discomfort. So like one way people kind of adjust this no pain, no gain, they say no strain, no gain, because you will Mm. have to put in that effort. There'll be the challenge there will be maybe some discomfort at times just because you're like, we'll go back to yoga. If you're holding a yoga pose and you become uncomfortable, maybe it's like a balance pose that you're holding for a really long time, or it's a stretch that you're holding for a long time. If you're at a point in that stretch where you're just totally comfortable, you don't, I mean, you're not feeling anything. You're also not feeling a stretch, go a little farther and you feel the stretch go a little farther and you feel the pain, go back before you felt the pain, and that's kind of in that area that you want to be at. Same with lifting weights. I mean, we can take, um, I imagine like dumbbell bench press for a lot of people is one that you maybe feel this, um, or at least I sometimes do. I know um, a lot of people that are like probably past 30 will probably feel this when you're doing uh, dumbbell bench press laying down on the bench you've got a dumbbell in each hand 
if your elbows are like going straight out to the sides and you come down, you probably feel like an uncomfortable stretch in your chest and shoulders. Yeah, I feel it in like my shoulder, like across the front of the joint. Right. So that one is most likely pain um, or it's like a discomfort that's unnecessary. If you bring your shoulders down a little bit at an angle instead of going straight out to the sides, if they're at an angle, kind of like 45 degrees, you're probably going to lose that discomfort and then you're going to get more into that like strain of like now I'm trying to move the weight instead of like I'm trying to bring the weight down and it hurts and then I push it back up. It's going to feel more in that muscle pushing, not muscle tearing feeling. Um, And same with like how low you go because some people think, oh, I'm doing a dumbbell bench press. I need to bring the dumbbells all the way down to my until it touches my shoulders. Probably you don't need that deep of a range of motion. Come down to like 90 degree elbows, maybe a little bit farther, and then press up. That's really as far as you need to go. Um, you're still going to have that strain to get your gain. You're going to get stronger muscles that way, but you're not going to have the pain of pushing past a range of motion that you're not comfortable with. So, okay, so it is really like range of motion is like what you're talking about. Like if you're like, oh no, this is what the exercise is supposed to look like well if that's not your range of motion that that's a situation where you shouldn't listen to this whole no pain no gain Mm because it's like if doing the exercise that way hurts it's not the right way for you to do the exercise right and if it's a range of motion thing maybe we i mean this might be a different podcast entirely but like maybe you need to go back and focus on maybe you need to go out of the weight room and into the yoga room focus on your range of motion and then that'll help you in the weight room. Um, But but just pushing past your range of motion isn't going to help with that. Exactly. Yeah. Pushing like, Oh, this is painful. Now, if I just do it more often, it won't hurt. Chances are it's probably going to hurt more longer. So do what you can within that. And that's like, so that's lifting weights specifically. Same thing could be said about running. Like if you're running and like, you're like, Oh, after I run a mile, like my knees start to hurt. Maybe you don't want to push through that. Maybe you want to get a running coach and have them check your form because maybe you're not running properly, like you're striking the ground at the wrong point um, and you're putting unnecessary pressure on your knees or something like that. Um, Maybe ask a coach, kind of look into it a little bit more uh, because if you have pain while doing something like running, that's an issue too. So you don't want to push past that because if your mechanics are wrong and you're putting that extra stress you're probably going to end up with injuries or something that's hindering you down the road. Okay. Yeah. I've been kind of trying to think as you're talking about like where, where is my point between discomfort and pain? And I really feel like when I'm pushing myself in a workout, I mean like I will look strained, Mm -hmm. but, and like, I almost look like I'm like cringing on my face, but I think when I cross into the bad kind of pain, that's when I like almost like wince and like hold my breath when it's like I've pushed to a point where that's not discomfort, that's pain. Mm -hmm. It becomes hard to like breathe through it. And so that's kind of my recognition point, I think. And even kind of taking that a little bit longer term, um, even if you're going through your whole workout and you're like, you don't feel necessarily like this movement is hurting me, if after that workout's over, you go home the next day, you can't move because you're so sore. You probably went a little bit too hard and should in the future kind of 
remember that, okay, I did this workout. I was so sore I couldn't move. I need to kind of back it down just a little bit until I get stronger or whatever that is so that you're able to come back to the gym and work out again more often because you also shouldn't be working out as intensely when you're so sore that you can hardly move. You should still move a little bit to kind of work out some of that soreness, but you're not going to want to not be able to move and then go back in and do that same workout that made you not able to move because that's a recipe for injury and disaster as well. Um, that's also where it's not necessarily range of motion that would cause pain, but just like your muscles are already messed up and trying to heal and you're going to cause more pain by trying to do those exercises. And soreness isn't a bad thing. You probably will feel sore and that's fine, but it should be a manageable amount of soreness similar to like when you're doing that bench press, there may be some discomfort with like pushing the weight away, but there shouldn't be that pain so i mean soreness is kind of pain but not to the extent of like i can't stand up like i've done workouts where like i literally had to sit on the couch all day and moving my legs at all hurt i should not have gone as hard on that day before because i should have been able to walk around the next day if it's if you kind of do the like grunt as you like stand up sit down because your legs are sore that's fine but you should be able to stand up and walk around you shouldn't be like, I have to go to the bathroom and I'm scared to have to go sit on the toilet. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, anything else? I mean, I feel like we spent quite a bit of time on that one. I don't know if the other ones will take too long. Any other, do you have questions no, on I that? I think that's good. I think All that right. covers it. All right. So no pain, no gain. Myth busted. All right. <laughs> the second one that we have is targeting certain areas for fat loss. So maybe you've seen like, oh, buy this product to reduce belly fat sorry to tell you not possible you can't do it doesn't matter how many sit-ups you do it's not going to target just your belly fat what about the stuff that i see that do these exercises to get rid of the fat on your arms no you can't get rid of fat on your arms i mean you can get rid of fat on your arms but you can't only get rid of fat on your arms yes if you're going to lose any fat you're going to lose fat everywhere. So the things that, like I said, if it's like a thing that you like, people do the like saran wrap around their stomach with like salt and something or another. I didn't look too much into it because I know it's nonsense. Um, and the, I don't know, you'll see the Tell before and after. Tell us how you really feel. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You'll see the before and after pictures and it's like, well, yeah, you just pretty much did a sauna session on yourself and probably lost a lot of water weight or whatever it was but um if you're losing fat you're going to lose fat everywhere you have fat everywhere you've got fat in your fingers your toes your belly your arms your face your ears so when you lose fat you're going to kind of lose fat everywhere it may not be proportionate like girls you're probably going to like end up working out be like i'm gonna lose all this belly fat and then you find out your bra size is lower now um or you like yeah so um (laughs) that's a pretty common one um but like so like you were saying like you want to lose fat in your arms you can lose fat overall but you could tone your arms like you can specifically target muscles um and maybe that gives you that like desired look that you're going for because chances are like a lot of people when they say they want to lose fat they mainly want to look a certain way they don't necessarily care about the fat as long as like if you looked 
super hot and sexy with 50% body fat, like you probably wouldn't care about your body fat. But if you want to target like your arms, you could do like tricep extensions and curls and shoulder press, things like that. That's going to tone up those muscles because maybe you don't want the like flappy tricep look. Um, and doing those tricep extensions will make your muscles bigger and stronger that give you that more toned look that you're going for. So but if I want the fat off my arms, it means I have to just reduce my general body fat. Right. Yes. So yeah, it, it really, you can't target the fat. You can't say specifically, I want my arms to be less fat because you can lose the arm fat, but that also means that you lost fat in your legs as well. Um, which overall is, if you're overweight, it's a good thing. If you're underweight, probably you don't want to lose any body fat, but, um, so like yeah. the hourglass shape is really in now society wise, like that is what is being pushed. Um, so I think there's probably, that's why like there is a big push right now to like reduce my, my belly fat, but like, I still want to have like big hips and a big butt and big boobs. And if that's just not your shape, there's no targeting your body fat to get that shape. Yeah. I mean, like you can, like I said, you can target certain areas. So like if you want a big butt, you can do like butt exercises. But like if you want that big juicy butt, that's going to take some fat on there too, most likely. You're probably like you're, you can't have a completely flat belly and then also have enough fat on your butt to give you a big round butt right. unless you're just genetically blessed <laughs> right, exactly. to match today's societal standard. Yeah. And you like, you always are going to have some body fat like everyone needs body fat women need a little bit more than men but like you're never gonna like work off all your body fat and then think that that's gonna make you look probably like the thing you're trying to look like um so yeah you want to find like a comfortable way to work out exercise target the areas that you want to look good with like muscle building and you can still try to lose body fat overall um, get yourself in like a healthy range and that's good. Cool. All right. Target busted. certain areas, fat loss, myth busted. <laughs> Our last myth that we are going to talk about is earning your treats or earning your meals. Um, chances are this is another one that we've probably all said or all thought or definitely all heard is like, Oh, I need to do this workout so I can, eat Thanksgiving dinner tomorrow. We're like, Oh, I just got done eating Thanksgiving. I need to hit the gym tomorrow. Things like that, where you're trying to like justify what you're about to eat. Like, Oh, it's my birthday. I'm going to eat cake later. Got to do this workout, run these miles to earn the cake. I don't know if it's necessarily a myth, but like the fact that like just the idea that like, Oh, it's I'm a gonna... common ideology that you have to earn right. your food. And even that you think you could work off like, Oh, tomorrow's Thanksgiving. I'm going to go for a run to work off what I'm about to eat for Thanksgiving. I didn't do the calculation and it depends on what you're going to eat, but the amount of miles you would have to run to equal a Thanksgiving dinner is probably astronomical. Like one, I can't remember. There was like a chart that said like uh, during Halloween time when that you get the like fun size snicker bars, like it takes, I don't know, a hundred burpees. I think it was more than a hundred burpees, but like it takes a hundred burpees to work off one fun size Snickers bar or something like that. And it's like, well, okay, but you probably ate more than one fun size Snicker bar 
you're not going to do 100 burpees for every Snickers bar you eat, probably. So it's, it's just kind of a unrealistic expectation that you would set for yourself that I need to work off this meal I'm about to eat. And it's it just kind of is not a great mental thought either because, I mean, you should be, you should have like a clean diet and eat well or as well as you can and then enjoy when it's like your birthday and you want to eat some cake. I think you should be able to eat your cake and still go back into your workouts and have fun doing your workouts. Like there should be that balance of food and exercise that it's not, you're not punishing yourself with exercise because you ate cake. Yeah. That's a very unhealthy way to look at being active Mm -hmm. that like active or activity is the price that you pay for doing other things that you enjoy. Yeah. Not a fun way to live your life. Not a fun way to think about your food. And I don't know. It definitely could just get like, if that snowballs more and more, that's going to lead to like bad eating habits disordered eating stuff like that so Mm -hmm. find that healthy balance now so that and like i mean hopefully you're doing exercises that you enjoy anyway that you're like oh i want to go outside and like do this mace flow and go run around the park because i enjoy running things like that because that's going to be a lot easier to you know quote unquote work off that meal that you ate because you're not punishing yourself for eating something that you wanted to. You had a slice of pizza because you love pizza and you're working out because you also love working out. Mm-hmm. And just anything that you eat that you put in your body, like there's just no point in torturing yourself over it. Like we made cookies this weekend. I had a great time eating those cookies. Was that necessarily something that we needed? No, nobody needs to eat cookies, but... Except I'm, Santa Claus. True. Very true. <laughs> but I'm I'm not going to torture myself over it. And there's just a point where I, I have to tell myself, like, I'm going to nourish my body and my soul with things that bring me joy and make me feel good. And I do eat things that make my body feel good. And I eat cookies to make my soul feel good sometimes. And that's okay. That's true. Yeah. And you want to have, like I said, that balance of like, like we've talked about kind of our change in the diet like getting more greens in eating certain foods that help us feel good and we still enjoy pizza once in a while too we enjoy cookies we enjoy those things but i don't think we rarely or i think we rarely ever think like oh man we really got to go work out because of this we usually think more like oh we just had a crazy weekend of eating all the foods that our soul wants to eat and now we need to eat the things that our body needs to eat to kind of replenish some of the um, like vitamins minerals nutrients that all those cookies and pizza doesn't have yeah so don't punish yourself for eating something bad don't feel like you have to redeem yourself through Mm -hmm. exercise kind of like we said if we eat something that is a treat then our response is typically to enjoy that thing and also recognize the balance that comes with that, which means, you know, this week we're going to follow it up with some healthy meals that make our bodies feel good. And that's not to punish ourselves. That's the other thing. You're not punishing yourself with workouts. You're not punishing yourself with healthy food. That's not a punishment. Neither of those are punishments. Mm -hmm. So I think it's, it's definitely 
a turn of phrase that needs to stop because it's just really detrimental. Yeah. And once you kind of have that balance and you do like the more like eating the healthier things and maybe we can do a podcast on like ways to switch your foods out that can be a little bit more healthy. Um, we start to feel like, like, Oh, we just ate a bunch of this stuff and it's not even like a mental thing of like, Oh, okay. Now we should actually start eating healthy. Like our bodies, like my body, at least I'm like, wow, I really need to eat some carrots or some vegetable because I'm really feeling all the like junk food that we've been eating in the past, however long it was. Um, and then your body starts to, you, you can feel your body crave the better food and more nutrients. So that's actually the next stage of my health program that I'm really excited for is now that I've gotten in like more of the routine of just eating the correct foods. Now I'm starting to cycle sync them. And they say that once you start doing that, your body actually just starts to crave the things that you need throughout the month. And I'm really excited to see if that's true. Yeah. Because it seems like it is. Like, I feel like there's times where we crave things that our bodies are just trying to tell us, like, you need this certain vegetable. And I'm yeah. I'm interested to see if I start feeling that all month long now. Yeah. So earning your treat slash earning your meal. I don't know if it's necessary. I mean, it's, it, that, that's a myth. Myth yeah, busted. You don't need to earn it. You don't it's need to busted. earn it. Just eat healthy as much as you can. Enjoy your uh, treats and your desserts once in a while. And then in, go enjoy a workout. Yeah. Everything in balance and moderation. Uh, except for Fit You. Fit You should be in your ears all day long. Listen to the podcast on repeat because we've got good stuff for you guys. Um, but for today, that's all we have today. Um, yeah. If you enjoy what you hear here, hear, here, I've done that before where I say enjoy what you hear here and I think like nights at the table, like here, here. <laughs> anyway, that's a sidebar tangent that you didn't need. But if you do enjoy what you've listened to today, um, you can share this with your friends. Hopefully they like it too. Like it, whatever platform you're on, make sure you're subscribed so you hear all the new stuff. And if you need a coaching call, you want to learn more about fitness in general if you want to work out um get good at the steel mace i can help there and do that at fityoucoaching.com set up a coaching call we can chat and until next time fit you i don't know we need a better sign off because i just i don't know what to say at the end bye of this. bye